0: Blog Talk Radio
1: From Los Angeles California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and what a show we have today. Laura Jean Anderson joins us in the second half of the show to talk about, you know, that national TV spot she's in and her new EP. Our first guest today is the father half of the father-daughter duo Daisy House, and We have a surprise guest coming up right away. So stay tuned. We are going to have a lot of fun on the air today. Well, this is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And don't forget, this is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you. So call in, 347-215-7511. Or email us live at gmail dot com. Live at gmail dot com. Now, like I said, we have a surprise guest. It's Maggie Zabo. Maggie, welcome back to Music Friday Live, and you have a big event tonight, don't you?
2: Yeah, I do. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to talk to you.
1: Well, tell us what's going on.
2: So yeah, tonight is going to be fun. I am premiering my music video. For Forgive and Forget, it's a brand new music video uh, that goes alongside my new single. So we're going to just kind of have like a big fun party tonight. My band is going to play. We're going to perform. Givers and Takers are going to perform. We have a DJ, William Reed, and he's going to be playing some music too. And then we're going to be screening the music video. Um, And it's going to be the first time everyone's going to see it. So it's going to just be a really special, exciting night.
1: And I understand that Balcony TV is going to broadcast it. Is that right?
2: Yes. Yes, they will. It's, I love Balcony TV. I actually went on Balcony TV uh, like within the first year that I moved here. And I'm really close with that team. And they've just become a great support system for me. So it's just really special that they're involved tonight as well because they've been supportive ever since I got here.
1: Well, I know the folks over there, and I think they're wonderful. I love what they do, too. So, Now, tell us, where is it going to be?
2: It's going to be at the W in Hollywood. We're having it in the Loft, which is this great spot just for events and music performers and live music. So it's just going to be a really fun night. The view is amazing. It overlooks L.A. as well. And we have a big screen that we'll be playing the music video on. So it'll be fun.
1: So if uh Anybody listening is in Southern California. Tonight, the place to be is the W Hotel on Hollywood Boulevard. Doors Hollywood open Hollywood and Vine. Hollywood and Vine, the famous Hollywood and Vine.
0: Right?
2: <laughs> uh,
1: doors open at 8 o'clock. I think the party starts at 9. And uh, you're going to be there the whole time, of course, and uh,
0: oh, saying course, hi to yeah. your
1: fans, and we get to see the video. Now, if I'm not mistaken, refresh my memory here. You tried out this song uh, at Hotel Cafe six or seven months ago, am I? Do I remember I that did. correctly? I did. Yeah,
2: I did. You have a good was. memory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you've been. Real it was a great here.
2: spot to kind of test out test out the song, and then I ended up recording it, making music video, and that's kind of what tonight is about. And the good thing about tonight too, it's it's a free event. Everyone is invited. Uh, it is twenty one and up. But um, everyone is welcome. No need to, like, get on the list. We just really want to celebrate the fact that we're releasing new music and we have a new music video coming out.
1: Okay. Well, I, I have heard the song, and uh, I know it's going to be – oh, I know it, it is wonderful. I think it's uh, going to be your best yet. And you've you put out some pretty good songs, too, uh, Hurricanes and Tidal waves being one of them. So I really encourage everybody who's in Southern California – Right now, who can listen to who's listening to me, or who later on pulls down this podcast uh, this afternoon, like I know a lot of you do? You should be at the W Hotel at Hollywood and Vine tonight at eight o'clock, and uh, you'll be at a great party. You'll hear a great song, and you'll get to meet a real rising star, Maggie Zabo. Maggie, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to, to call. Thank you so in today. much
2: for having me, Patrick. It's always great chatting with you. You guys are awesome.
1: And I'll see you tonight.
2: See you tonight.
1: Bye. Well, bye I am Patrick O'Heffernan, and this is Music Friday Live. And we're going to take a quick break now to uh, welcome in all of our affiliates. When we come back, Douglas Hammond of uh, Daisy House. So don't go away.
0: WorldArts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At world Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Art is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Art. it's all about the music.
1: Well, we're back. We're back here at uh, Music Friday Live. And... Uh, I'm Patrick and I'm your host. I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments for our guest, you can call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347 215 Or you can email your questions to MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can still email your questions for our guest, and we'll, fo- we'll forward them. Well, as the father of a 20-something daughter who sings but who is headed in a career direction other than music, I am excited to talk to our next guest, Doug Hammond. Doug is a veteran musician. He's steeped in the British folk rock of the 60s, but more to the point, he's the father of Tatiana, the female vocal half of the remarkable California-based folk duo Daisy House which, despite its two members living on opposite sides of the country and being separated by two decades of age, have produced an exquisite catalog of albums and songs that bring the 60s British invasion into the 21st century. Doug Hammond, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for uh, taking the time. Now, I did get a Skype request from your daughter, who I know is in London, uh we we answered the request I haven't seen her come on um Daisy if you're listening to us all right try the request again my pr- producer will 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 try to make that connection okay now before we go any further um Doug I'm dying to know what is behind the name of the band Daisy House
3: well um I've lived in Long Beach my whole life, and there's a cemetery. It's called Sunnyside Cemetery, pretty classic. And I used to, it's kind of mega romantic, but I used to go there when I was a teenager and, and write, you know, in the graveyard, like Morrissey or something. And um, uh, there was a you know, some of the headstones are just very ironically named, and one of them was Daisy Huff. And I was thinking that's what we all become, you know, when we die and it just always stuck in my head. It's kind of psychedelic and evocative. I wrote a song called that back in the 90s, and it became the band name of this
1: band. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's not what I expected to hear, but uh, all right, that's quite interesting. Well, I I know that uh, Tatiana sang around the house, um, but is she studying math at college? Now, how did you convince her to join you in a professional band?
3: Uh, She was just kind of... Kind of there, I hooked up with an old friend of mine from high school about four years ago, and um, you know we'd played a new wave band together back in in high school, and um, but he in went into folk music, and um, actually uh, my old friend is he's my age, and you know this is back in Long Beach again, and he went off into proper folk music, while I went off into like you know post punk music, but I always liked folk music myself you know a lot of the 60s music i love is derived from from folk music and the best music today still is but um we wanted to do kind of a I've been listening to a lot of Fairport Convention i just discovered them and i was really taken with that male female duality you know of uh, Richard Thompson Sandy Denny and uh So, I I wanted to try something in that vein with them, you know, kind of like we had that in common folk music. And my daughter was pushed into music because it's not very well compensated, for one thing. That's one of the reasons she's a math major. Yeah, right. But uh, she just has such a a charming voice and and a quality, you know, even though I never pushed her into music at all, you know, it just kind of came out of her and it was again there was no escaping that she just had this quality that not many singers do. And I say that not as her father, as a proud father, but just as a objective connoisseur of great music. And uh you know, she didn't have the the proper training and um proper control of, of that quality. But that just seemed to add to the charm of it. And uh so the first recording she ever did or for this project, and uh, you know, just this kind of self, self-revealing uh, how good it was. By the time we well, finished we'll, the first songs.
1: Well, why don't we we listen to how good it was? This is one of those songs, and uh, this gives you a good taste of her voice. This is Boulevard. <laughs> Doug, if um uh, Tatiana has seen uh, breakfast at Tiffany's so she knows the uh, Audrey and George reference in that
3: <laughs> no no she hasn't <laughs> um I had to tell her what that was about um okay. but that's kind of the you know the beautiful thing about what we're doing is like you've got this old skull on my shoulders and and you know her young sort of approach to things and it's you know it's a really powerful combination. I, I don't know if anybody else who's got something like that going off the top of my head.
1: No, it's very powerful. Uh, what's with the the lines about the bloody rose between our toes and the Halloween pumpkins?
3: Well, there you go. I mean that's um, that's graveyard writing, man, right there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, it's like,
1: right. I'm actually
3: I'm just like one of my I'm really proud of those lyrics.
1: Oh, they're tend as much
3: that. into those as much as, as the music. I love lyrics. I love great lyrics.
1: Well, well you you actually do most of the writing. Does, does, does she ever edit uh, any of your lyrics? Um,
3: sometimes I'll run like an A and B choice by or, like, which one sounds better, you know, objectively. And that's another nice thing to have is just somebody to just sort of um, bounce ideas back and forth with, you know. It's like I love that. And I've, I haven't really had enough opportunity to do that. Myself, um, you know, I like to, to tease people. And I say I had to make my band and, um, you know, like I had to give birth to my own bandmates, but you know, she's <laughs> awesome in that regard. And she actually has her first co-writing credit on the new album, Western Man. she um, started off the song, Say Goodbye, which I think you're going to play.
1: We are going to play them. Um, yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, you we have a lot of uh email here from, from people who want to know about your music. Um, so why don't I ask you something? Uh, folk music, which is like country music and jazz, has changed a lot since the early days of bands like the Fairport Convention and Joan Baez and the Brothers Four. The themes are different, and if you go to the Folk Alliance Conventions, which I've done, you see a lot of mashups of country and Celtic and rock and even rap. Now, when you write, do you draw from those modern forms and themes, or do you try to keep it more stripped down and 60s-oriented?
3: That's a good question. I'm, I don't really pay much attention to to modern music. Um, I mean, most of it's urban, you know, from what I can tell, like the top 40 charts are, um, you know, you, I guess you have country holding down, um, you know, one end of the fence, but it's very processed, you know, it, Super processed and cleaned up and prettified and engorged and, and I don't really like that. I like stuff that's got texture and and uh, you know frailty on it. Um, so I I mean I I just I think do think folk music has sort of an eternal quality to it if you're doing it right. You know it's not really about the mashup. It's about um, you know the way in you know, to, to somebody's head or heart in any age you may hear the song. You know, I I like stuff that, you know that hits you deeper. And um I mean there are contemporary folk people I like a lot, like Sif John Stevens I love them Sun Kill Moon and um you know, people like that. You know, they're working from the human end of the scale, not the you know, the big giant glitzy neon kind of end of it.
1: Well why don't we listen to to how you go about doing that this is a love song this is a golden heart and again it's that love song. For your reflection in the- that's golden heart um and uh, uh there's some interesting lyrics in there who cares if i miss you i can reach for your reflection in the mirror there and then later on you say how can we live divided between the living and the dying um who is golden heart and um what are those lyrics talking about
3: and it's golden heart goes from the personal at the beginning of the song to the collective at the end of it
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um I can, it's about, you can say it's about someone that lost love, you know, in particular. It's like the love affair that's over. I but I can reach for your reflection in the mirror there is, mm-hmm. you know, by the time people have been together, they tend to kind of, they've influenced each other to the point where, where does one person meet, one person end sometimes. And it's a way of saying, uh, even though it's over, you know, we've, we still carry each other ourselves as we go. And at the end of it, um, like I said, just sort of extrapolating. Solar the Collective, yeah. Well,
1: it, yeah. and she does a, she does a beautiful, beautiful job on it. Uh, Doug, can you hold on just a minute? Uh, we have to, uh, to to take a second and uh, talk a bit about our sponsor, Solar City. Um, so you know, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With SolarCity, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free and you pay only for the power you use. You know, just like you do from the utility company, but of course there's a lot less to pay for because the sun is making as much as half of your electricity. Solar City pays for the system and insures the system and maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So, if you have been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you get solar power from Solar City? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to do that, so you've got your pencil ready. The phone number is 909-618-6937. That's right, 909-618-6937. And if you call... Tell them I sent you. Tell them Music Friday sent you. They will give you a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937. We are talking with Doug Hammond, the father-half of the father-daughter duo Daisy House. You can talk with them. You can you can call in at 347-215-7511. You can email us at live at gmail.com. And we have emails for you, Doug. So... Why don't we go right to those. Blaze in Los Angeles wants to know, where does Daisy House play? Have you ever played at Boulevard or McCabe's or at the St. Rock and Hermosa? No, we
3: haven't. Um, and that's because we've been separated so much. So I mean, this is our last semester. So we're hoping to fix that, you know, the lot situation up. But we've only done a few shows and it's been like, coffee shops down in Sunset Beach and Seal Beach, you know, down the coast, and things like that, um, mm-hmm. but something we're
1: really looking forward to doing. So there's a possibility we may see a tour schedule this summer. hmm Okay, well, let us know, and uh, we can talk about it. Uh, uh, Porter in Tampa says, you're, you sound less like Fairport Convention and more like Marianne Faithful and her band. What do you think of that? <laughs>
3: Um, she's, she's been a huge influence, uh, um, all those, um, all the 60 folk divas, you know, um, whether American or English, actually this new album is, it's kind of more American, you know, like, um, like I've said, we, we kind of stepped back across the Atlantic and looking into more American mystery music this time, because, uh, it just, it's more exotic to me at this point. We've done two albums that are more Anglo folk, like Anglo psychedelic folk. And um, I just started getting more into the birds And um, Gene Clark, Bob Dylan His Blonde on Blonde period and You know I was just sort of exploring that more um, Who else is it no, Lee Hazelwood, Nancy Sinatra uh, and, and things like that I think this is our best album actually Since we've come back home So to speak a little bit
1: Well speaking of uh, coming back home And uh, I'm going to Play one which uh probably expresses what happened when she left for college this is uh say goodbye and this is actually my favorite uh, song on the album both for the writing and also for the music itself this is uh, say goodbye i love it Now, that song does, I guess that that dates me a little bit, that that takes me back to listening to folk bands in the Great Meadow and Golden Gate Park. Uh, Tatiana's voice is combined with kind of a stripped-down 60s folk form supported by, I guess, just a guitar. Very nicely done. Um, Was there somebody who, a a person who uh, inspired that song?
3: I'd say... um well, my daughter inspired it for me and she started that song off she was just playing that that riff I showed her how to tune up like Joni Mitchell and she was kind of riffing around in a waltz beat like that and humming some stuff and I, you know it was like do that again you know kind of a thing and I finished that off in like five minutes you know it just um again it has the Dylan kind of vibe for me which I love and I that song just is magic to me it's it's like um you know that Nora Jones song? Don't know why. It's, it it seems like that to me. It just seems, you know, like a classic. And you know, we're very proud of that one.
1: Well, that's why it uh, it really touched me. And like I said, that's my my favorite song on, on the whole album. Uh, Marvel in Hollywood uh, wants to know: uh, Does your daughter ever visit you during the year? And when she, if she does, do you guys work together on music?
3: That's exactly how we do it Yeah it's um, It's been Christmas and summer breaks And then we just Work, 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 work And scream and yell at each other Because of the time constraints And play a couple shows And then she's taken off again <laughs> um, I, But I think it's it's, You know It can lead to really cool things I mean the second track On that new album Is another kind of five minute one She had an hour To get back to LAX And get on the plane oh But we needed another song And it was like I just busted that one out from like some lyric from ten years ago, like the spooky gothic ghost story, and oh we just busted that thing out like in an hour. And she had laryngitis because wow. she'd already thrashed her voice, and it came out amazing. Oh. It's like that's my favorite song, actually,
1: Yellow Moon Road. You got you got some great stories to tell. But well, do you ever record when you're not together? You know, lay down tracks and then send them to each other. You know, many bands do that. Uh, not. I mean, I have. I, I've just. Um,
3: a couple of times it's happened like that. 21 was like that, that song. Um, um, yeah, I sent her the track of that, and, and we were bouncing the lyrics back and forth because I wanted to do it all in French originally because she's studying French and actually did a semester in Nice. And um, we decided not to do you know all French because it was just kind of overkill, but there's a taste of it still in there. And uh, that was when we bounced back and forth.
1: And and she's Otherwise, in uh, everything's
3: jammed up when she gets here. I just say, Here's the lyric and and you know, we just do take after take and and then I uh, I polish him off when she's gone.
1: I'll be darned. That's that that's great. Um and, and of course she's in London now, right? She's on a study abroad, another study abroad.
3: Yeah, she's in the teacher training portion now. I mean to be a math teacher. And um yeah, this is the final bit. Finally, she's done, finally, after all this. Thanks, God Almighty.
1: Well, as, as a father who's been through this, you do have one other thing to do, and that's called the graduation and the graduation party. But uh, we're going to leave that up
3: to you, all right? Now.
1: Um, now, well, she I, may have I a graduation
3: gig. I don't know about a party. <laughs> oh, here goes an airplane, by the way.
1: Yeah, I, I I understand that. And for my my uh, audience, uh, he's he's on his cell phone. And he's outside because the reception is best outside. But every now and then, interesting sounds. But of course, this is Music Friday Live. We always do interesting sounds uh, here. That's uh, part of what comes comes up. Um, I want. To, we're getting close on time, so I want to wrap up with a song that I don't know. Maybe about the uh, uh, the, the the future. Um, this is 20. Now, Tatiana is going to graduate in the near future with a degree not involved with music, um, and as I discovered, uh, may go off on her own direction, also not involved in music. Is 21 her way of telling you that or your way of acknowledging it?
3: Um, Again, I was just thinking of of kind of a universal thing. I mean, she turned 21, she's 23 now. Oh, but okay. um, I wrote that one, you know, sort of like a, you know, like, you know, that like Cat Stevens song Fathers and Sons. It was kind of like mm-hmm. one of those kind of things, or Teacher Children mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as far as her graduation, uh, she's pretty practical, and um, she knows the state of the music industry as well as I do. I mean, Daisy House was really built for another era, I think. I mean, literally in, in, in financial terms, you know, it's, it's just the fact that you know it's really hard to be a musician nowadays, and we kind of would need a situation where we were supported financially to do this. You know, not this sort of idea where here's fifteen thousand dollars to make a record, get in a van and tour, 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 and if you get any success, maybe we'll jump in later. We need like a, a label that says these guys are fantastic. Which we are, by the way. I mean, we <laughs> it's like we are our biggest fans. I mean, we have a saying: if you don't like Daisy House, there's something wrong with you. But uh, um, we really do kind of need um, that kind of support. Otherwise, I'll, you know, it just she's going to go out and do something practical. She's going to teach math, and um, I consider that to be successful parenting that she's going to do that because music, unless you're like retarded about it, like I am, it's 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 a thankless task. You know, something you have to want to do. You have to be driven to do
1: it. Well, if she does go out and teach math, I'll bet she'll be one of the most popular math teachers around because she'll probably do some singing, too. Uh, but either way, congratulations on raising a wonderful daughter. Congratulations on making some beautiful music. And let us know when the tour comes up. And, and thank you so much for, for taking the time to to be with us today.
3: Well, thanks, Patrick, for having us on. And um, we're on Facebook, Daisy House of Facebook, if people want to keep up with what is happening. And y'all have a great day. It's nice and sunny in California today.
1: It certainly is. I'm enjoying it myself. That's Doug Hammond of... Uh... Daisy House and you can get the album the new album is called Western Man and you can get all of Daisy House's songs at Bandcamp.com and on iTunes and you can also stream them on Spotify but you know what as, as he said about the uh, the music industry get them on Bandcamp okay alright all right. we're going to take a break right now when we return Laura Jean Anderson so don't go away you're not going to want to miss this one this is going to be lots of fun
0: Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net.
1: And I'm back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And don't forget, we always love to hear from you, uh, 347-215-7511. Or you can email us. A lot of you emailed us today. You can email us at uh, music Friday live at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at com. Well, before we meet our next guest, I wanted to remind everybody, especially the music and the fans out there, that Music Friday Live is a partner with World Arts and Music. World Arts and Music is the global music platform that connects artists with fans and brands and industry pros and everybody they want to meet. World Arts offers bands live performances. They've got a great venue, one of the best in L.A., actually, hidden away down here in Culver City, in a little industrial area in Culver City. They also do video shoots. They've got a video studio. They do recording sessions. They've got a recording studio. And they also teach master songwriting classes. So fans, you can get new music. You can see intimate shows. You can meet your favorite artists. If you're a band or you're a fan or you're a member of the music industry, you should be part of World Arts. Sign up, www.worldarts.com. It's free. Now, we're there, you should be there, too. That's World Arts and Music. And also, don't forget, they put out um, Periscope broadcasts of uh, their, 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 I think they do about three a week, but th- about three times a week they have bands on their stage with an audience, but they also Periscope them, too. So check it out. Well, our next guest describes her music as being about hardship, heartbreak, and religion. Uh, three topics that, depending on the religion, seem to go together quite naturally. But when you listen to their music, when you listen to her music, you realize that it's about much more. It's, it's about getting beneath your surface, about tightening your stomach muscles, about commanding your attention. Laura Jean Anderson has a story that takes her from conservative Washington state suburbs to a Los Angeles art school to the mountains of Peru always leads her and us back to what it means to be human. Her debut album is titled Righteous Girl. I don't know if she's a righteous girl herself, but she's certainly a righteous (laughs) singer and songwriter, and there she (laughs) is. Uh, Laura Jean, uh, welcome to Music Friday Live.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the introduction.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess I'm going to have to ask you, did you turn out to be the righteous girl that your mother wanted you to be?
4: (laughs) Um, I guess that's not quite for me to say, but
0: um <laughs> <laughs> very good
4: <laughs> but um, I hope so in in some way, shape, or form i can hope i can only hope
0: <laughs>
1: well, 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 like i said uh uh you're a righteous singer and a songwriter your your writing <laughs> and and your music forms are part in righteous and a whole lot of other things too. they're like nothing I've ever heard before, so I want to give our audience a taste uh before we dive into the really deep end and I want them to, uh, with, later on with the title song so here is over and over again
0: alone
1: I just love that song. That is just an incredible piece of music. Now, people have called you yeah. alt country, uh, but your, mm-hmm. your music, your music writing is like nothing I've ever heard before. You know, where I expect hooks, you put pauses. Where I expect crescendos, I get crescendos, and then they flip over to quiet choruses. When I expect drums <laughs> to kick in, I get ethereal guitars and your voice. Uh, and sometimes your voice seems like there are at least two very different people weaving a song together. It's really totally amazing. How did you mm-hmm. develop this one of a kind music style?
4: Um, I think a lot of it is is the kind of contrasting influences that I've had. Um, I think definitely we're um in an era now that's I always call it the collage era because it's we have the access to listen to almost anything, Um, and it's kind of access on our fingertips. Um, And so I think just the combination of of the different influences and then mixing that with personal experience kind of led me to to that sound. Um, I have a super liking to old American music and feel really nostalgic about it, but in terms of form and stuff like that, um, I feel... Inspired by other other types of music, so I think maybe the combination of those two kind of led me to to that.
1: Well, I know you 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 sang in a church choir, which is a place where a lot of artists begin their music careers. But then mm-hmm. you found you found your way to, to Cal Arts, which is one of the two yeah. great art schools in Southern mm-hmm. California, Art Center, where I went to school, uh, being the other one. Um, mm-hmm. How does art training fit into the development of your music?
4: Um, that's a great question. Um, I think it equal parts supports it and kind of, um, causes you to want to, to rebel against it. Um, and I think that that combination kind of has some, always ends up in some sort of art. But, um, Calais was a really, really special place. Um, I ended up being there at a time that I, I always think it's like kind of fate or something where, everybody that I was surrounded by were um, just interested in in songs and songwriting. And um, so it was really, really cool to to, um, be in a community of people who are constantly writing songs and so excited about writing songs and also very new at writing songs. Um, So we just kind of, it was kind of this collective, like it almost felt like Laurel Canyon or something in, in the 60s and 70s. It was, it was, um, so I think that definitely shaped um, more the community shaped shaped my music, but um, at the same time, Cali is a super avant-garde um, school, um and uh, it's not very traditional. Um, and so I kind of and I'm very into traditional music, so I uh, I think the combination was really was really cool for me because I got to be pulled in new directions that weren't very comfortable for me.
1: Uh, the- does oh, yeah. does CalArts does Cal have any kind of a music program?
4: Yeah, yeah, they have a music program. So I I studied music there. Um and the music program's it's pretty small, but um I think there's about 300, 300 people in it.
1: Okay, yeah. right cuz they didn't at art center. Uh, we we did photography and film and design mm. and advertising stuff like that. Well, speaking of um alt country uh, you've got a little bit of a twang. In fact, some people say <laughs> you're sort of a a, a Patsy Klein alter ego. But you're from <laughs> Washington State, and as far as I know, you haven't spent a lot of time in Nashville. So where does the twang come from?
4: guess, honestly, I I want to know. <laughs> <And I've> been, <laughs> I have been having this conversation with my fans I was like, can we do the reverse James Brown where, like, when I start having this, twang in my voice when I speak, you can, like, dock my pay or something, Um, but (laughs) it's really interesting, I think what it, what it comes from is just, I think, influence, but also my family, most of my family's from, from Idaho, um, and kind of in the country of Idaho, and I think that, that kind of country sound just comes out sometimes (laughs) with me, Um, and it's, It's funny because I always am like, wait, I I grew up in Olympia, Washington, but it definitely finds its way to—it's like a deeper part of my family or something that just seeps in (laughs) in my music.
1: Well, it it works. I mean, uh, I I I love it, and it works with the songs. Uh, It's just that Mm -hmm. you know, I've I've been I've been to uh, the Olympic Peninsula, and I I don't recall. People there talking with twang, so I just, <laughs> just kind of wanted to know. All right, uh, mm-hmm. um, now you you tell a story of being in uh, Joraz, uh Peru, with no money mm-hmm. and busking, busking in the plaza to get airfare home. Now I've been to Peru mm-hmm. and I know that Horaz is a very fairly big city. It's way way up mm-hmm. in the mountains. Uh, what mm-hmm. were you doing there? Were you writing music or were you visiting the pyramids, or were you hiking the mountain trails or all of the above or what?
4: yeah, um, I actually had no intention of going to peru i was um <clears throat> I was at school for a few years and kind of was like wanting to leave school and feeling like I just didn't you know was school wasn't for me and so I like kind of last like just on I don't even know spur of the moment bought a plane ticket to Ecuador (laughs) and I was like young this was years and years ago
0: um
4: so I can't tell if I was just like really brave or really stupid I don't I don't really know but um I bought a ticket um and I didn't really know what I was going to be doing down there um and I I like found a farm in the middle of nowhere In southern Ecuador That I was working at for a while And um, I kind of thought, oh, maybe I'll stay here For a few months um, And then I ended up only staying Like, I, I believe A couple weeks at this farm And then just kind of started traveling And, you know, one thing Led to another, and you meet people And then you, you know, people are like Oh, we're going here, we're doing this And at point in my life, opened to almost anything um so I um like I was saw a map one day and I was like oh wait I am so close to Peru so like traveled down to Peru like kind of thought oh maybe I can make it all the way down um and see the ruins um but ended up in what has um at first, because it's kind of the the gateway to get into the to the mountains,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, and so I was hoping to do some hiking and, and stuff. And then I was um, staying at this hostel, and um, uh, my money got stolen. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and it was one of those things where it was like, I still don't even know how it happened. Nothing else got stolen, just my money. And um, so I I kind of was. A little bit stubborn at the moment, was like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anybody, not gonna call home. I'm just, I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> so, I, um, yeah, I just, I had my guitar with me, luckily, and I um just stood out in the plaza for a long time, a few weeks until I could, you know, make wow, up a- on that money to come back home. So,
1: that's a great story. Did you ever, did you ever get to Machu Picchu?
4: I didn't, no.
1: No. Oh, you got you gotta that go back kind of, and do
4: that. The
0: hope that
1: yeah, you mm-hmm. should you need to go back and do that. And fortunately you went to Peru because of uh Peru has one of the best tourist infrastructures and is the most hospitable of all of the
0: mm-hmm. Latin
1: American uh countries. So um you gotta go back and see Machu Picchu. We're talking with yes. Laura Jean Anderson about her debut album Righteous Girl. You can talk with her too. You can call her three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. You can email her, you can email us uh your questions. At live at gmail dot com, and we have a few of those. I'll get to them in just a minute. But uh, I, I got to ask you about the music minute, where, where you sang mm-hmm. "Take Me In," which is a lullaby to yourself, I think you called it. How did that mm-hmm. happen, and how much fun was it?
4: <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we we had a great time. I um, yeah, it happened through. It was kind of. Random, yeah, and I'm like, I actually am just thinking about it. how did that happen.
1: <laughs> it was with uh, uh-huh. for our our audience who haven't seen it, you should. It, it, she was on the Jack in the Box Music Minute on CBS. You can find it online, and you look like you had a great time. So go ahead. I want to make sure yeah, they know what we're talking? Yeah, we
4: had about. a great time. It was it was super fun, and it's um, you know, playing. It had been a while since I'd been playing with um, that group of of guys as a band, and they're kind of my original um original band. I've been playing with those guys for a long, long time. Um, And they were all kind of busy for a while, and then we're just starting to play again. So it was, it it felt kind of uh, like a reunion or something, (laughs) playing with them. And it was, we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun.
1: So you were in, uh, what is uh, the CBS studio in Los Angeles?
4: No, we were actually in uh, the Vintage Room and Guitar Center
1: um oh that's okay all right that accounts for the wall of guitars. all the guitars <laughs>
4: right. i that's know
1: right.
4: we were all like look at all these guitars <laughs> daydreaming you know
0: <laughs> i was
1: looking at that and saying you know where, i wonder where they are it's not mccabe's uh which also has a wall of guitars but, uh, okay that explains it oh uh, actually we have we have an email here that i it, it's perfectly timed and it, it's from uh uh, Salcedo in, in um, uh, Richmond and he wants to know did you get a lifetime supply of hamburgers from Jack?
4: <laughs> you know that's not the first question that people have asked um, or that's not the first time people have asked that question. And You know I had no idea Jack in the Box was even a part of it when we shot it. Had no idea. There was no Jack in the Box to be seen anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so they put all and that in I, was, after. I had one of my like childhood friends text me after she saw it, she was like, Yo, did they did they feed you some like Jack and Bucks?
1: Do you get a lifetime? <laughs> and
4: I was like, I had no idea it was even it was even sponsored by them, so <laughs> it's funny.
1: Okay. Well, something else caught our eye as we researched you for this interview and, and that was the eye, the all seeing eye logo. Mm. What is with your logo?
4: <laughs> yeah, um it kind of can be interpreted in, in, in any way. I kind of, I don't know. I, it's, you could say it's kind of like this, like an all seeing eye or the third eye or, um, the idea of, of kind of there being an eye in some kind of universal consciousness. Um, and so, yeah, that, um, and that was done by, by an old friend, um, from Olympia, Washington, and um, he's awesome. And he, I one day was like, "Hey, I'm, um, you know, coming out with with some new music," and uh, I kind of gave him some ideas. Um, but I was like, "Let's just just listen to the music and see what comes to mind when you hear the music, and then make something out of that." Um, so that's kind of more of what what happened and then we and then in retrospect we're like, Oh, okay, the eye, that whole thing. So yeah.
1: Well, I I think it syncs perfectly with um the this song. This is the title song, Righteous Girl. Listen to it from the internet. Going on in that song. I mean, uh, there, there's golden oxen and your mama's call for righteousness and doing it your own way, and the musical mood shifts, and and then there's this ethereal, this ethereal rock movement in there. Uh, could you parse that song a little bit for us? Tell us what the hell is going on in there.
4: Oh, man.
1: A lot. It's a wonderful piece of music. I love it.
4: Mm-hmm. It's a lot was going on. I, I, I think um, I always interpret it now, maybe different than I interpreted it then. Um, and, yeah, it it stems, right now I always think of it as like this idea of righteousness and and what that means to be born into something, whatever it is, and the with the expectation that you follow that thing that you're, that you're born with, um, and then the process of questioning and wondering and, you know, exploring other ideas and other thoughts. And um, I think that's kind of, you know, where that, sto- that song stems from and how I see it now. Well, um,
1: great song. I mean, I, I could put that that's the top of my playlist. I could listen to it all day long. It's <laughs> wonderful <laughs> the way you, you crafted that. Uh, we've got some email for you here. Uh, Sanchez in San Diego wants to know, where can we see you live? Well, actually, we can see you live tonight, can't we?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, tonight I'm playing um, at a place called Mrs. Fish in downtown Los Angeles. Um, playing at 9.30, so kind of an early swap. But um, it's a free show and um, should be a lot of fun. There's a great band called Valley Queen that we're opened up for in there. They're good friends of ours, so we're looking forward to that. Um and then on March fourth, which is a couple weeks away, um, I'm putting on our E P release. So, um it's at a warehouse downtown, which is um you can find all the info and stuff at on my website and and via the, uh, the interwebs and of sorts. <laughs>
1: I, I think it's uh, yeah. eight sixteen spring, isn't that it?
4: north spring
1: yeah north spring okay
4: 818 north spring
1: 818 okay
4: mm-hmm.
1: and uh there's a couple others so people should go to your uh your your website and uh your your gig list is there but uh for for sanchez down in um san diego you can come up to la and see her it'll definitely be worth the trip and you get uh lots of opportunities uh um, mm-hmm. And Richie in Austin wants to know, if you've ever played a South by Southwest, then are you going to be there this year? Hmm.
4: Um, I have not played. I've been to Austin a few times um, at different times, but I am going to be there this year um, for a different project of mine, just um, a friend's going and playing, and I'm backing him up on some vocals. Um, so I will be there, but I am... Still in the process of seeing if I can uh, I just started out last week so I'm hoping that I can kind of set Some stuff up with my own music While I'm out there but probably won't be Associated with success hopefully with some venues yeah. And stuff around
1: All there right. Well there's um, uh, Another song in on the album That uh, I have found just ad- Addictive and this is uh, Take me <laughs> Out." To, to a little bit of this Uh, I've, I've heard people say that um, "Take Me In" is you channeling Patsy Cline, but I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's a real blend of styles. I, I, especially that, that bluesy piano flourish in there. Did that song come naturally, or did you really have to work on that for a while to put all those pieces together? Um, it
4: was it was pretty natural, actually. I um, I. The story is kind of interesting. I I um, was having a kind of a rough day, and I stayed home. I was playing hooky <laughs> from work, and I, I was a waitress at the time, and um, and just really was not doing good. And I remember it was like 5 p.m., and I was like, I need, I like, I was like, what are you doing? You need to get out of bed. And I remember I just like grabbed the guitar, like walked outside, and just was like barefoot, and just that song just kind of all came at once. Um, and that same night, I showed it to the band, um, we had an album release for a different record, um, that next day that we weren't planning on playing the song, but I showed it, and it was, like, in one moment, like, it it just was that exact thing, and then we were like, okay, let's play it, and it hasn't really changed much since, uh, since then, we, um... Usually uh, play with with two guitars and no keys right now, but it's still very very similar. So
1: we've, yeah. Well, we we've, we've had a number of people ask you for the names of your band, but we are definitely running out of time. So mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to direct people to your website on that one. Uh, because I did I did want them to hear a little bit of um, it. Won't be long, and then we're going to have to say goodbye. So here's just a little bit of this <laughs> wonderful song. It won't be long. Another Jim, every song on this album is, is exquisite. Your your music craftsmanship and your your emotional delivery is just fabulous. I really enjoy it, and I and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to talk with us today. This has been a delight.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Laura Jean Anderson her debut album Righteous Girl will be on will be released March 4th. You can see her live tonight in downtown Los Angeles at Mrs. Fish. Uh, you can see you can be at the launch party on March 4th uh, or you can watch it on Balcony TV too. Details uh, at www.laurajeanandersonmusic.com. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Sorry, Jason. (laughs) Our intern is Angeline uh, Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at at blogtalkradio.com. We are also on iTunes. You can find us there. But you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Music Friday. All of our shows there, you can download them as as podcasts. Uh, Be here next Friday. Our guests are going to be the Emmy-winning TV writer and folk singer, that's not a combination you hear very often, Tracy Newman. And uh, if we're really lucky, Pat Ferris of the Americans is going to join us, too. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on our guests. Good night, everybody. Have a great musical weekend. I'm going to play some more of that wonderful song, Righteous Girl. Girl mm-hmm.